This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. Let's go to the bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network. We're talking with the great Terry Francona. I know everybody poo-poos baseball fights. They're like, hey, you go out there and everybody's just talking yeah. and shoving. But when you get out there, man, those guys are big. They they get after yeah. it. And when they get after it, man, look out. It makes you a little nervous. Robin Ventura still won't talk about Nolan Ryan to, to this day. <laughs> he wants nothing with that conversation. Listen to the bullpen with Adam the Bull on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Jimmy, out along with Bruce Marshall here talking some action and other action in the NCAA. Brucey, let's get right to it. A couple of Tuesday games in action. Miami, Ohio, 344-and-a-half at home against Ball State. Yeah, and, uh, you know, the, the, some of these MAC games, you get some of these uh, wild scores in, in midweek. You generally don't get that uh, with, with these teams this season, and a little bit of a disappointment on, on, on both ways here. Uh, so I think my first thought is is going to be uh, under. You know, Gabbert, again, out last week. They went with the backup, uh, Avian Smith, with uh, with Miami O. And that's sort of been the story for the season for the Red Hawks. They just haven't been able to get everything together. And part of it was uh, Gabbert. He missed about a month earlier in the season, said they were, th- they were without their quarterback for much of the season. Ball State has, has just been very uh, mediocre all year. And I think these are two offenses in the in the MAC that I don't, I don't trust. So I could see going under here, uh, a little lean to Miami O, 23-16 score forecast we had, but I, I could see an under being the first option tonight at uh, Jaeger Stadium, where I have actually been before uh, in uh, Oxford, Ohio. So under a 44 and a half of Ball State, Miami, Ohio. I wonder if we could, maybe we'll get that weather we had uh, last week that was in the Toledo that game. Yeah, that was uh, unbelievable, and I, I thought it was going to be uh, Eagles uh, Lions again with the two long runs, and then that thing just shut down uh, yeah. the rest of the way. Uh, Ohio and Bowling Green, looky here, but Ohio has a one-game lead over Bowling Green in the MAC divisional standards standings, rather. So this is for a berth in the Maction Championship game. Bobcats are rolling, man. They have won six in a row. I believe they've covered all six of those, Bruce. Um, laying seven, seven at 55 at home against Bowling Green. This has been quite a turnaround. And uh, we talked about this back to the uh, radio shows last year, Jimmy. We were talking about Ohio U at that point. We talked about it on the podcast this year, too, how they had, how they had, they had lost ground. And uh, that was after Frank Solich retired in summer right. last year, and they had to promote Alvin. We've gone over that before and what happened. I didn't think this hire was going to work. How wrong I was, because they look like a very good Solich team this year, and give Tim Alvin credit. Well, he should. He learned under Solich. He worked for him 
for back to his Nebraska days. We're talking about into the into the 90s. He was working for him, so he knows what he wants to do. I think the big advantage that Ohio has had this year, and once they sort of figured some things out in a year, we mentioned Brett Gabbard a moment ago with my with the Miami O having some injury problems, and some of these other teams, uh, Northern Illinois has had injury problems this year. Western Michigan between uh, quarterbacks, some transfers in and out, but uh, Curtis Rourke stayed. Uh, whereas a lot of uh, guys would have been in the in the portal ventries, uh, like Buffalo down to Georgia Southern and things like that. But he stayed, and he's turned into, uh, along with Finn at Toledo, uh, the two best quarterbacks in the league. And, and Rourke is a real dual threat, and and he has, uh, you know, and, and he has really spearheaded what Ohio has been doing. And this has been a great run, and they're usually, you know, cruising in, in these games. Uh, the defense is good, too. They all put pressure on, on McDonald, who, who found ways to get Bowling Green a win last week, but he had been having a lot of trouble being protected in recent games where he had suffered 15 sacks across the previous three games. And uh, Bowling Green's arrived here. Give them credit. And uh, Scott Lofo, I think, saves his job because he was under some fire coming into the season. They are bowl eligible now. And this is for... Uh, the East Division Championship in the MAC tonight, believe it or not. But I think it's all Ohio, and I, I kind of actually like that, the fact that this means something, so you won't get Ohio overlooking this game. Uh, they will win it 36-21. We're going to lay the points with Ohio and keep this thing rolling with the Bobcats all the way into Detroit next week at Ford Field for the yes, MAC Championship. Yes, indeed. I like the Bobcats here as well. We've been riding them, and I was uh, on that one as well. It just looked at the first year after Solich, and it was not uh, it was not pretty. And uh, and they started out um, poorly, but man, they have really turned it on six in a row, straight up and ATS, and they really have not been very close. An emotional win for Bowling Green against their crosstown rival Toledo. They built the big lead, hung on. So it's going to be that team or the team that got blasted by Kent the following week, the previous week. Ohio much more consistent down the stretch. Give me the Bobcats as well. Friday at uh, 4 p.m. Eastern kickoff in on the Big Ten Network. The Iowa Hawkeyes, what's one in three in the Big Ten? Kirk Ferentz, that long-term contract, is it finally? Oh, no, they win and cover four in a row. And now they control their own destiny for the um, to, to, to get the uh, into the Big Ten Championship to represent the Western Division. At home in Iowa City, the Hawkeyes are 10-and-a-half, 38-and-a-half against Nebraska in this border war. Yeah, and you're always a, a little worried with – Iowa when you're laying this many points uh, but in, in recent weeks uh, I've just decided to go with them uh, because they are hot like you said and in a division that was crying out for some uh, for some uh, stability there and was crying out for a team to, to take charge in the Big Ten West where everybody seems to have, has, have had a look at this except Northwestern who knows? Uh, what do you know? At the end, here's Iowa, like you mentioned, wins and covers four in a row, and they are hot. And that was an Iowa sort of win last week. Only 13 points, but it was good enough. And and the defense bent last week because Mo Ibrahim ran for over 200 yards for Minnesota in the in the battle for Floyd of Rosedale, which stays in Iowa City. But they find ways to win it. Uh, Nebraska, uh, again, the, the frustration of this season, they, they actually haven't played all that bad for Mickey Joseph, uh, but nothing great. And last week, losing that 15-14 to 14 to Wisconsin, that sort of summed up the whole year for Nebraska. They really want to get this thing over with and get the new coach in there. A lot of these guys are going to be looking at the transfer portal coming up, so a full house cleaning. 
coming up there in uh, Nebraska. Uh, can Iowa score enough to get over this number? I think they probably can because the defense is so good. And look at those numbers on the stop end. Nobody's scoring points against Iowa. And Nebraska is apt to make mistakes here. 27 to 10. That's a big score for Iowa, but that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to lay the points here. Go ahead and do it with the Hawkeyes. And they roll into another Big Ten championship game next week in Indianapolis. So we'll look for and uh, watch it. Uh, coaching search uh, in Lincoln and watch it uh, very closely. Matt Rule, boy, I've heard his name just a little bit. That would be quite a get uh, if they were able to get him. Uh, he won a Temple in Baylor. It's going to some really tough situations, and so we'll see. Uh, will there be another coaching change uh, in the Big 12 at Morgantown? Neil Brown, entering his fourth year, was uh, kind of on that warm seat. And, man, it just started out so bad uh, at Pitt. I mean, the the, the fluke, uh, drop pass, tipped, interception, pick six, um, that kind of got it going. You lose an overtime to Kansas, and it's just uh, – and now they've lost four or five down the stretch. So they are going to have a losing season. They come to uh, Stillwater with a four-and-seven record. Oklahoma State, boy, Sanders, he came back. He played. He bailed him out the week before, but he was – bad with four turnovers uh, to put them in a hole against Oklahoma. This is going to be an early kickoff on Saturday, noon Eastern kickoff in Stillwater. Oklahoma State is nine and a half and 64 over the Mountaineers. I found that to be one of the more uh, bizarre games of the season, Bedlam last week, as Bedlam often can be. Uh, but Oklahoma scored all of its points in the first quarter last week and then they shut it down so right. after the first quarter oak state didn't play all that bad but the problem was they're down 28 nothing now spencer sanders you mentioned him you know off a shoulder injury you know i i wonder if if osha is going to be investigating mike gundy for having this kid throw over 60 passes last week i know they're behind but i thought he was he was hurt and he's you know he's playing him like it's the first week of the season uh wearing him out like that and uh uh, it, it just, they dug themselves such a hole. But you touched upon the main point here, and that's what's going on at West Virginia. I mean, they've made the quarterback switch uh, to Green, who didn't look all that bad last week, but they buried themselves with the mistakes early against Kansas State. What's going to happen, though, with Neil Brown? <clears throat> His AD, Shane Lyons, was just blown out last week. You know the way those things go, Jimmy. Uh, it's usually one follows the other, and we know Brown was on the hot seat. They are not going to be bowl eligible this season. Again, uh, the portal looms for a lot of these West Virginia players. Uh, and uh, Gundy, despite Oklahoma State having a few problems in recent weeks, at Stillwater, he's still been a pretty good uh, play here. 8-2-1 and one against the number, and they have generally owned this series against West Virginia as well. So I think this is one that uh, Oklahoma State gets this week, 40-23, to 23, sends them off to a bowl game somewhere nice, and we will see what happens at West Virginia. You know, I was uh, getting scores on that uh, West Virginia-Kansas State game last week, and I'm like, wow, man, they, West Virginia scored again. How, how much time they have left? Oh, it's in the first half. The first scored, quarter, yeah. Yeah, six, <laughs> 47 points in the first quarter, 66 in the first half, and only 13 in the second. Odd game, odd game yeah. for uh, West Virginia-Kansas State uh, last week. So, Okie State minus a nine and a half at home. That's again a noon kickoff on ESPN 2. 3.30 kickoff on the Big Ten Network in state rivalry here in the Big Ten. Illinois 14 and 37 over Northwestern. Man, that was a tough loss. Brett Bielema had his team ready to play in Ann Arbor last weekend. Man, they could. maybe should have won the game. Now they get back off the mat and go to Evanston to take on Northwestern. The shame about uh, this in the Big Ten West is uh, this is the best team 
in the Big Ten West. But, I mean, they hit that little flat spot there, that slow start against Michigan State. They couldn't come back, and then the Purdue game, just one of those back and forth. Um, but what you saw last week was them put up, do everything except win at Michigan. And, and I maintain they're the only team in the West that has a shot to compete against those top teams in the uh, Big Ten East. Whether I would Ohio agree State with you, Bruce. Yeah. yeah. And the, the problem is now – Iowa, all Iowa has to do is win this game against Nebraska we talked about a moment ago. And Iowa wins the Big Ten West, and uh, Illinois is shuffled off to one of those bowls, maybe in Florida on New Year's Day. The defense has held up very well against uh, Michigan last week. By the way, they were not the beneficiary of any help from the officials down the stretch. Every call went Michigan's way. I hate to sound like an Illinois uh, backer here, but, I mean, that's the fact. Um, But the defense showed up last week. Uh, Chase Brown played again, running the ball pretty well. I mean, they really should have. Uh, they really should have won that game. It has been a forgettable season for uh, Pat Fitzgerald. I mean, it just has not gone that right for him. They haven't had a win since they beat Nebraska in the opener. I mean, I mean, this is starting to look like some of the old uh, Northwestern teams. They're not as non-competitive as they were in the '70s and the, most of the '80s. But uh, it's been a very disappointing season for Coach Fitz. Uh, and I don't think it turns around here. So uh, Illinois 34-7. Uh, unfortunately, that's not probably going to be enough to win them the Big Ten West. They will get to a nice bowl game. But it what it could have been for Illinois, I wish we could have seen them in the Big Ten title game. Well, had Illinois played the way they did Saturday against Michigan State and Purdue, they probably would have won. But, yes. I mean, they just kind of, um, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a young team or it's maybe an immature team in these situations when you're in contention to, uh, you know, be – uh, be uh, you know, in there the whole time. So, um, on paper, I say yeah, Illinois, but you still think about this rivalry week. Sometimes these dogs have a way of hanging in there. We will see. Uh, Penn State and Michigan State. They always play in the last week of the regular season. It's a 4 p.m. Eastern kickoff on Fox Sports 1 FS1. The Nittany Lions have played the bully role pretty good as of late. They have been blasting people and uh, covering with ease. Now they're laying 18 at home, 18.52 and a half against Michigan State. Who's trying to get bowl eligible with a win here. Yeah, and uh... – I was very disappointed in Michigan State last week for as, as well as they had looked at the pre. Well, you know, the Rutgers game, they really didn't look all that good. Rutgers gained almost 500 yards against them, which is pretty hard to let Rutgers gain that many yards against you. Of course, the, we talked about the Illinois game before that where they had played well. But to lose against Indiana like that, uh, that's that's bad. And now they're risking missing bowl eligibility uh, this season. By the way, one note, there may be some bowl openings. You look at some leagues like Conference USA only had three bowl eligible teams into this last week so there may be some bowl slots that need to get filled and maybe you'll see some five and seven teams in bowls just throwing that out there so maybe it's not all hope lost yet, uh, yet for michigan state but i don't think uh, they they win this one uh, the defense is really uh, really uh, broken down this season various times like we mentioned rutgers gaining all those yards two a couple weeks ago in a win last week letting indiana gain all those yards we'd seen earlier in the year minnesota ibrahim ran over them washington passed them silly this is not the michigan state defense we had seen in recent years and and James Franklin will take advantage of that you talked about them running up some scores what is it five wins and covers in a row now for Penn State since midseason Clifford putting up some big numbers James Franklin's team is playing angry um, they're probably going to be back in Florida one of those games on uh, New Year's there's a you know the, the Big Ten will have its two teams yeah. probably in the playoff but they'll have a nice bowl bid probably on New Year's Day and I think they roll through uh, Michigan State here 38 to 15 Penn State 
rolling into the bowl season with another big win. It's actually five straight covers, but four of their last five straight up. Remember, yeah, Ohio right. State, they backdoored it uh, very yep. late. Had the lead in yep. the fourth quarter, and that would have been a yep. horrible non-cover. And then uh, they get it. But since they got it handed to them uh, at Michigan and the 41-17, it was, it was probably worse than that. I mean, because that yep. little fluke interception, for, they have really put it together and uh, all one went away from a double-digit win season. And finally, Bruce, uh, in the uh, in the ACC, they used to be in the Big East, but that's where they are. They're playing on the ACC network, so that would give us an idea. Pitt and Miami. Miami at home. Pitt is six and a half, forty-three and a half. Uh, Narduzzi with a, uh, a a nice season uh, after a terrific one last year. Yeah, and uh, you know Pitt, uh, it, it has been a nice season. They're going to get a decent bowl bid out of it. Uh, the defense has been very opportunistic this year. Uh, those pick sixes we talked about uh, earlier hung in there against a Duke, which was actually a good win. They didn't get the number last week, but that was a good win against a Duke. Slovis has been a bit of a disappointment, but there are levels of disappointment. This year, uh, Jimmy, and, 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 and Miami would be at a near top level of disappointment, as my dog is letting me know in the background here as well. He's uh, mad at you laying all that chalk, Bruce. I think so. They don't want me to go, <laughs> but uh, Bellow's not going to get change my mind here. Look at what Miami's done. They've gone now, the quarterback, Ja'Curry Brown, when, when Van Dyke was injured, any chance to turn this season around really went around, went down the drain. Last, year, last week, 98 yards of offense against uh, Clemson. That's just not going to get it done. The question wow. here is if Miami Miami could still get bowl eligible, who wouldn't want to see this team in a bowl? That would be a real chore for Jim Phillips, the uh, commissioner of the ACC, to convince some bowl game, one of their bowl tie-ins, to take Miami, which doesn't travel that well either. Uh, the point spread remark, only one cover since the opening game against Bethune-Cookman. Uh, so that's not very good. Uh, Narduzzi has covered 10 of his last 13 as a regular season visitor. It all shapes up for Pitt here. And the visitor has covered the last three in this series. I don't want anything to do with Miami at this point. So uh, let's make it 30-12 to 12 Pittsburgh to roll and get the cover in this regular season finale. Uh, don't have a little uh, – don't have a whole lot of support. That's putting it mildly. Turn that game on. It's going to be late on Saturday night on the ACC Network. I'll put the over-under on 9,500. How many actual fans? I'm not trying to be funny, Bruce. No. I mean, no, you, you no, can I'm, take either side. I mean, it is bad. I might go under. Bad. Yeah. It is really bad. Here's uh, Bruce's picks again. Maction, first of all. Uh, Miami Ball State under 44 and a half. The other game tonight is Ohio minus seven. That's a double barrel play for Bruce and I, and uh, I like that one as well for the Bobcats to continue. They have motivation. They have to win. The winner of that game will play in next week's MAC championship game. Iowa on Friday minus 10 and a half against Nebraska. Oklahoma State minus nine and a half uh, against West Virginia. Neil Brown, the Neil Brown watch is on in Morgantown. Illinois, minus 14 over lowly Northwestern. Penn State to continue that role. Five straight covers, minus 18 against Michigan State. And Pitt, minus six and a half of, of, over Miami. For Bruce Marshall, I'm Jimmy Yacht on the Sports Betters Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider.